word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day, the first one unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com, Upperwear. Upperwear is the wardrobe you create when you work online or on TV and are only seen from the waist up. So a lot of people are video conferencing nowadays, and uh, you know we're only seeing shoulders up. So I bet you a lot of people what they'll do is they'll put on a nice like collared shirt and a, and a blazer, and then they're probably pantsless or in a, in a pair of sweats when you see them on like CNN or Fox News or ESPN. Zoom dates are now a thing too. Yes, that's that's the new and thing. And on on social media, yes, with the uh, with the hinge, with the hinge too, they've been promoting that. So upperwear that's unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com. The other word of the day, as I almost choked to death on my saliva, <coughs> credulous, willing to believe or trust too readily, especially without proper adequate evidence, gullible. So three different three definitions there for you for credulous. Um, definitely, we've all gone through credulous stages in our life. We won't believe anything, a la Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, if you will. <laughs> uh, that voice that you are faintly hearing in the background is my friend Lucas Weeks. He is joining us. Um, for the first time ever, correct? Yes. Because we've had you on before. No. All right. Don't sound so scared. Uh. <laughs> You're good. All right. Uh, so we're going to we're gonna continue to shake things up. We're not, you know, obviously sports are uh, not around here for a little bit longer. We've got some classic games on. That reminds me I need to change this because you'll be too distracted by the Sharks game. and Classic Sharks game, excuse me. And we're going we're gonna to talk about something different here. Lucas, you are quite the uh, hunter, correct? Uh, yes, I would consider myself a hunter. Okay, that's good. That makes one of us that would consider you a hunter. So we're going to talk about bow hunting, but we got a, we got a couple things to, to get there in a second. So we're going to shake it up, do something different. We're going to channel our inner Bass Pro Shops, our inner fucking rednecks, and we're going we're gonna to let it fly. All right? <laughs> little yee-haw. Yeah, little yee to the haw. Yeah, when I say yee, you say haw. Yee-haw. There you go. All right, so uh, let's get it on. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes, sponsorship free, because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. Not that expensive. Just sack up and do it. Uh, my name is Jeff Woodworth. I am joined by my friend and co-host, in that order, Lucas Weeks. Good evening. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you How do you know it's night? If somebody's listening to this at day right now, we have no sense of day and time right now. This is true. The shelter in place. You and I do because we are fortunate enough to still be working, granted the situation. So also true. Yeah, humble flex and not throwing that in people's faces. Good luck. I guess. I guess talking on the radio and and moving grapes around is essential work. Making wine. People need wine to drown their sorrows. You are a winemaker by day, a (laughs) hockey player and outdoorsman by afternoon, night. Exactly. Okay. Uh, how long have you been hunting for? Uh, I'd say probably since I was about 12. And you are how old? I am 26. Old as fudge. 
Oh yeah, God. old as all hell. Well, that was when I could first legally or get a hunting license. Right. I was in the backyard shooting lizards and <laughs> little baby garden <laughs> snakes much. with a little pellet gun since <laughs> I was about yee tall, since a knee, knee high. Oh, all yeah. Right. Uh, we'll get to that in a little second. Just wanted to, to tease him a little bit. Uh, we do a couple things here, Lucas, because this is your first time on the show. I know you've said that you've listened in the past, but we do a couple things here. Uh, Alpha, Beta, Zeta, Flan is still on Corona, um, you know, social distancing, monitoring that. So he's he's not in. So, again, thank you for, for stepping up here and participating. Uh, Alpha, Beta, Zeta, normally Flan. I'll take over for him again once more. Alpha, there's a 2K tournament that's going to be going on that ESPN is going to be broadcasting. So NBA players are going to be playing NBA 2K. Not sure if they're going to be playing it on a PS4 or an Xbox One. That's a that's a little detail that's important to, to bring up, I feel like. But as I look up the details of this 2K tournament, Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell, and, uh, and others are going to be in a 2K tournament. So you got Kevin Durant versus Derek Jones Jr., Trey Young versus Harrison Barnes, Hassan Whiteside versus Pat Beverly, Donovan Mitchell versus Rui Hachimura, Devin Booker versus Michael Porter Jr., Andre Drummond versus DeMarcus Cousin, Cousins, excuse me, that's plural. And then the last one is Montrez Harrell versus DeMontis Sabonis. So the way they rated these guys in seeding, because it's 16 guys, is based off your 2K rating, which I think is a little unfair. So if we're being honest here, because... You look at somebody like, I mean, Derek Jones Jr. is a 78 overall, and they got him playing against guys. I wonder, are they going to make them play? You think they're going to make these guys play with the teams that they play on, or do you think that they're going to let them choose whatever team they want? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. They probably should make them play, just switch it up. and Have them, have them select a different team. I think it's a little. it would be a little unfair if you had Kevin Durant playing as the Nets against the Heat. I feel like that would be – I mean, that could be evenly matched. He's played for half the teams anyways. Yeah, no, 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 he's only playing for a handful. But, yeah, what if that's it? Yeah, you can only play – ooh, then you get somebody like Pat Beverly who has a couple of options there. Yeah, you can play for as many teams. You can pick whichever team you've played for in the NBA. So, like, Trey Young, sorry, you've got to stay with the Hawks. Like, but Hassan Whiteside, if you want to play with the Heat, like, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. I think they're doing that for the MLB as well. <laughs> Major League Baseball is going to do something? I think they're doing like a 2K tournament or something. I know that they've been they've been doing a, uh, well, I'd be the show for uh, for baseball games, but I know they've been doing iRacing for NASCAR. They've done it once, and they're thinking about doing it again where they just get these guys in these like super setup to just go and, and drive and do the race. It's cool, man. I'll take whatever I can get to supplement <laughs> the lack of sports fix, man. Inject yeah. that shit into my veins. Yeah. I'm going to be watching the 2K tournament. Oh, excuse me, dying. It starts Friday, 4.30 Pacific time on ESPN, uh, 7.30 Eastern, depending on where you are. So uh, that's the alpha. It's a 2K tournament. B, the continua- or beta, the continuation of the shelter in place. Okay? I know, I know why we're doing it. I know that's important. But that still doesn't add to the fact that it's very annoying. And it's not going to end. I feel like the government is doing this. This is uh, hashtag conspiracy theory. And I don't like to get into politics too much here, but I think that if the government had just flat out come, it came out and told people, hey, we need to lock down the country for four months, people would have absolutely lost their minds. So what they're doing is they're just going to do it 30 days at a time. Oh, yeah. So we are half, we are officially halfway through this this four, little four-month trend, right? So I think that there's going to be two more shelter-in-places that get extended for oh, two yeah. more months. So that's a little bit of politics we're injecting into the show there. But yeah, the shelter-in-place just means... Another 30 days of no sports for sure, and then for the foreseeable future, who knows? Who knows, dude? I think we're going to end up having to cancel the basketball season. Sad. And baseball season is going to get slashed in half. 
and football might be delayed a little bit too. Yeah, they're talking about maybe no school until next year. That's not important. <laughs> Sports more important than school. Everybody knows that. Come on, <laughs> we're not true. paying you millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars to come here and play play school. Was that JT Barrett that had that had that tweet? You don't play school. You play football. All right. Uh, and then the Zeta, the weirdest of the weird. April Fool's Day yesterday. It just didn't feel like April Fool. Like it, it was. It was definitely a Monday. Or what was it? No, a Wednesday. Excuse me. Jesus Christ. The days they all blend together right now. Um, it was definitely a day, and it was April Fool's Day. But nobody was in the mood for any April Fool's Day jokes. Yeah, like they still no went jokes. on on a line. But like with everything that's going on right now, forget the jokes. Forget them. I don't. I don't want. I don't need the jokes. They're not healthy. They just. They're gonna scare people. And 2020, quite frankly, has been a joke. Okay, so don't don't need that. Here's to a better April, because I don't think we could have had a worse first three months to the start of a year. Amen to that. Holy That's... crap. All right, now it is time for Tim Brown's stat of the day. So Tim's still out, but we're, uh, we're trucking along with the stat. Golf balls have an average of 336 dimples, but... A regulation golf ball can have anywhere between 300 and 500 dimples on it. I actually knew that. You knew that it was exactly 336. I looked it up one day. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure, bro. Sure. Okay. I'll believe you. But yeah, 336 dimples on a golf ball. Shout out to whoever took the time to count that. That'd be, uh, that'd be a task. I think you just have to sit there with a Sharpie and, and then just, out. and literally you, one person dots it and the other person just sits there with the counter to make sure you don't mess up. Maybe you have two people <laughs> just in case one person zones out. Could you imagine getting to like a hundred and like, not even 150. Imagine getting to like 225 dimples and just having that half second brain fart where just you lost track and you're just like, did I just accidentally count one too many? Or, yeah. Right. Oh, oh snap. What did I do? Oh yeah. So, this is what no sports does, man. It has us debating how many dimples are on a goddamn golf ball. All right. That was the stat of the day. Okay, so bow hunting. You've been doing it for a little bit. You think you're Rambo. That's cool. Um, just what, it, what I mean, if, if somebody said, like, let's say I came to you one day and I was like, hey, dude, I think I'm interested in becoming a bow hunter. Like, what A, what would your reaction be? And then B... What would be the next course of action? What would be your first recommendation for me? Well, uh, I always try to get as many people as I can to go hunting or fishing or enjoy the outdoor sports that I enjoy myself. Because, Pack mentality. Yeah. Uh, teach a man to fish, you know, give a man a fish, that, that type of deal. I, uh, you, can I get that exact saying right now? Do you know that saying? Uh, yes, it? gosh. It's uh, give a man a fish, feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish, you feed him for life. Oh, the philosophizer yes. himself. So uh, I've actually had a few friends that I've helped get into it. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, it depends exactly what people are trying to do. If they're just looking to go shoot at the local archery range and just do, you know, target practicing. And no, I'm cerebral. I'm trying to kill some shit. Like, what are we doing? Well, you still got to go that route first okay. if you're going to go hunting. Uh, I'd tell somebody to get their hunting license. If, and if they already have that, then we'll get into the bows. And uh, Okay, that's boring, litigious stuff, man. I'm yeah. talking about let's – let's. okay, so I fast-forward all that. I have my hunting license. We're ready to go. We've passed – we passed the archery stage, so like I got the basics of 
Are we using crossbows or are we using actual bow and arrows? Like that's uh, we're using bow and arrows. Bow and arrows, no crossbows. Com- compound bows. If I was to show up, if we were to go bow hunting and I showed up with a crossbow, is that considered cheating? Uh, no, but generally they're used for like handicapped people. Okay. And I mean, some some places don't restrict them <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> but I mean, it's kind of like a gun. You know, you, it's already cocked. And Here I am all thinking that. I'm cutting corners. Yeah, it's, it's so you gotta yeah. get close range and stuff. Little it's kids not easy, easy <laughs> but. No, I wouldn't say little kids. They they shoot pretty fast. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, we're shooting compound bows. How many bows sit in a in a in a um? You know, your, your arrows. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. My bad. How many arrows sit in one of those in a crossbow? In, in, in uh, okay, so in a, it's called your quiver, and uh, that's what holds your arrows. And uh, that I don't know how many you would carry around with the crossbow, but for my bow, I carry around five. Okay. And, uh, or around a half dozen usually, and you got. So the quiver, the quiver is the thing that like people are reaching back over, just yeah, let's pull uh, out the arrow, and draw a, back. Mine's attached to my bow. You can oh, have okay. them like on your hip or on your back. Is that? Do you, you think want. it's more efficient? Just in case uh, you need to go rapid fire. <laughs> a boar's running not, up on me. There's not too much rapid fire going on with bows. It's kind of slow, you know, and you got to be on point with your shot, or else you might not get another one. So, like, you couldn't fire them off as fast as they do in Assassin's Creed, is what you're telling me? Not quite. Okay. No, it's okay. not like Maybe Le- one day you'll Legolas get there. and uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going out there with an actual bow and actual arrows. No crossbow. I mean, that's your prerogative if you want. What are some... What's the... Like... It allows you to be a little bit more rogue compared to a rifle, correct? Right? Like, yeah. So, like, I myself, I, uh, I've i done most all hunting with a rifle, at least in California. And I've been successful and done it all. And I guess in order to challenge myself a little more and just add a new skill, I decided I'm going to get a bow and try and make it a little more interesting and sneak in on whatever it is I'm hunting and have to get, you know, real close and quiet. And Is it easier to kill a, I, I obviously I'd imagine you're not going after ducks with a bow. Cause that's just insane. You'd have to, you'd have to be uh ridiculous, ridiculously filthy with a, with a bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, easier to kill a deer or a boar with, with a bow. Uh, I'd definitely say a deer. Yeah. Uh, I've done both. Okay. But the boars have uh, what they call a shield, and it's like a thick cartilage on the outside of their body, just under their fur, and uh, they they're always fighting each other, and they got you know their thick thick tusks. So you're you're insane if you're going after a boar with a bow and arrow. I wouldn't call it insane. It's definitely a rush because they they will turn and come at you. I've had yeah. them charge me, and it's quite a rush. Like get you, you'll jump out of the way pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> are they are they fast and nimble, or are they just kind of like can they cut on a dime, or are they just running in a straight line They're and charging? Much faster than you and I can go. That's for sure. And they okay. can, yeah, they can definitely run up and down hills and mm. under over <laughs> things mm. that we wouldn't be able to. Okay, like a deer, a deer can jump from a standstill six feet. Like jump a six foot fence, so yeah, I've heard that yeah. where deer just have a pig, filthy. Pig hops. can't do that, but they can. They'll dig under things, and they're pretty tough animals. They're and they're mean when they get pissed off. Well, so. Yeah, they love rolling around in their own poop and stuff like that. Right. So I imagine yeah, they definitely can be gross too. They don't. They don't care. Yeah, this is a this is an animal that's willing to do whatever it needs to get the job done. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, that's right. And they breed like crazy, right? Oh yeah, they're they're horny buggers. They, they have up to like four four births a year or you know, four batches yep. or whatever they call them a year that's yep. insane the gestation period or whatever that's uh, called they can they can get pretty gross they can get yeah just take I don't think gestation period was the right <laughs> word to use there i think maybe it was i don't know i'm trying to sound smart um 
Okay, so ideal ideal hunting conditions. I'm sure that with a with a gun or with excuse me with a rifle, you don't nearly have to worry about the wind as much. If you're, I mean, if you're shooting from a distance, yes, but like you know, all things keeping relative. If we're shooting a rifle from 50 yards out compared to shooting a bow 50 yards out, well, let's start there actually. Right. What's the farthest that you've shot a bow from? Uh, well, I have you have pins on your sight for different yardages. Okay. And uh, I have them from 20 yards. And then, like, I have a 40-yard, 50, 60, and 70 yards is my furthest pin. Okay. You can shoot further than that. And you they just kind of got to aim a little bit. Yeah, okay. and, and they make sights that you can, you know, adjust. And you have to use your range finder and range everything or else, you know. Yeah. You might think that something's 40 yards, but if it's 50 yards, that's a big difference. Yeah. So you got to, you know, be aware of that. And uh, the wind can play a big factor. It can also, with your scent, like, it can... Give away okay, your yeah. scent because animals will smell you if they're downwind. So right you're starting. Sorry, you starting off each hunting trip. You're just like taking like whatever animal you're going after. You're just taking some of the bottled urine and you're just spraying that on yourself, trying to track. I'm not it. that hardcore, oh, okay. but uh, no, I got I got some stuff. I'll wash. Put my, on some uh, face paint. Spray gear. that on the spray that on the camo. Put Roll on around a, in the dirt a little put bit. Put on a ghillie suit. And let's go, baby. I've actually heard that uh, ash, like from a fire, is one of the best cover scents because. It, you just they're just they they've smelled that before. Yeah, it doesn't so smell like human. And I think if anything though, it might it might promote that. That might actually push them away though, would it not? Because if they've smelled that before, then they'd associate that with just there's no there's nothing over there. There's no home. There's no food. Right. There's nothing. That's just it susceptibility. It could. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, no. With the rifle, you you know generally if you can see it, you can shoot it. Okay. Unless it's like crazy far away. But with the bow. With the bow, once you find it, you gotta. Make your plan. How am I going to stock in and get on this thing? How am I going to, you know, go in undetected? And because you're you're trying to outsmart the animal, and it's tough to do. At what range are you just automatic with the bow? Like you could fire it off from the hip. Like you know how you could just kind of pop that off with the rifle. You don't necessarily aim down the sights. Could you could you in theory do that with the bow where it's just like, ooh, that's about ten yards right there. Pull it back real quick. Um. I mean, it it takes a second. Like you could, the slightest little movement can throw your bow way off. You could shoot five feet off, you know. So, because you're 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 using your whole upper body, mm-hmm. your core and your arms, and you're you're drawing back seventy. Well, mine's seventy pounds. So you draw back the seventy pounds for about a foot, and then after that, you, it lets off about seventy-five to eighty percent of the weight. So you're holding back. I don't know, 20 pounds, 25 pounds, whatever it is. And uh, so it's still a little bit, but, you know, you're trying to hold steady. And my confident range, anything less than 40 yards, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to hit. You're like, I got this. This Yeah, yeah, exactly. But beyond that. Why haven't you signed up for the Olympics yet? (laughs) Those guys are, they're ridiculous. How far do they shoot in the Olympics? Uh, They probably shoot that distance or... Of course, further too, but they're hitting like a dime yeah, type of deal. Right. They're, you know, see this fingernail up here, nail it right between, right in the middle of it, just, and, and they and get they it every see, time. Right? Yeah. No, they they're pretty ridiculous. Same with the rifle shooters. Those guys like sleep with shooters. their bows and like shower with their bows. That like they they it's a part of them. Like you I mean, know, I like how too, you know how I'm a video game character. Like they've always just got it like around them. Like that's <laughs> them. They just walk around. They're going to the kitchen to make a sandwich. Got to put the bow on. Like right. let's go. You never know. You never know what could get me right now. <laughs> Someone comes busting through the wall. Boom, boom. Gotcha. I think a lot of the Olympic sports are uh, recurve bows, which are kind of like the old school Indian style bows. 
that you see is just like uh, twig and American twig and twine. 2020. Yeah, sorry. The tw- <laughs> twig and twine is the best way you can kind of describe it. Yeah. And the compound bow is the one with the wheels on the end. And that's where it gets a little bit faster. It's a hardo, hardo thing, right? Yeah, it hardo thing. Yeah, that's like uh, it, you're trying to add like a FPS to your to your oh, bow. Oh, it definitely. Yeah, yeah. Here we go, baby. So yeah. th- they'll shoot like my bow. This bow is going around. through you. It's not hitting you. It is going through you. Exactly. Yeah. That's the that's the goal. Because I mean, you don't want to shoot something and wound it. You want to want it to, you know. And then you paint. Like, so when quickly. you so when you shoot like through a deer and and the bow goes and it's sticking out, are you pulling the bow out the way that it came in, or are you just pulling the bow all the way? Or the arrow, excuse me. Are you pulling the arrow? I'm mixing the two. Um, are you pulling the arrow out the way that it came in? So you're pulling out. You're pulling it, so or are you gonna push it through the animal and pull it all the way through the carcass? It kind of depends. Like uh, if I've made a good shot and my shot placement is good, you're trying to avoid when you're shooting an animal, you're trying to avoid the, I guess the, the path of resistance, like the bones and you're yeah, trying path, to, you're trying to hit the path of least resistance. Right. So that'd be like its neck or its so chest. You're, or you're shooting behind the front shoulder. Okay. And generally that's about, depending how big the animal is, about eight inches from the top of the back, right at the back of the front shoulder, maybe the first rib. And you're trying to just sneak it in there, and that's where all the vitals are, which is the like the hearts and lung, liver, all yeah. that type of stuff. That's which for any animal activists who are like, oh my god, that's so cruel. It's actually better to just hit it and kill it on impact than it would be to hit it and then have it run off and, right. and, and like you know wince and wheeze and then eventually drop dead. Exactly. Right. Okay. And knock on wood, nothing. It, surprisingly, everything I've got with a bow has you know i've shot it and it's either dropped instantly which is very surprising or it'll go 30 40 feet and just pile up right there and be done so it goes which is a, good because say, three feet too young you're going about what like three so maybe not even for first down yeah about 10 20 yards yeah and then boom, sometimes a drops. little further but yeah little that's, post what, that's what you want yeah right you want it to be ethical you don't want them to suffer yeah i want them to feel it and 90 percent of the time they if, if you do that they don't i so. mean you could sneak up behind it slit its throat so i'm not that hardcore yet yeah. Yeah. That's that's the next step. That's after where you cover hunting. yourself in deer piss, and then you're able to just run up on it, just hop on its back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, that'd be something else. All right. Um, okay, so yeah, competitive bow shooting is something that I'm interested in too, because I just I want to know how how ridiculously good these people become at shooting. We 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 touched upon the fact that they could hit a dime, they could hit a fingernail, whatever. But it's not just from 30, 40 yards. And you you even said they're using what you would consider lesser technology, if you right, will, right. in a bow. Uh, have you ever sat and watched a bow shooting competition? And if so, what ended up being one of the furthest distances that you remember somebody nailing a bullseye up? I mean, I've seen videos on TV of people shooting two, 300 yards. Like they can, You can shoot a bow a long distance accurately, but as far as competitions go... I'd say they're probably not shooting further than a hundred yards, you know, football Which field. Is absolutely insane. That's still, you know, and the, and they're trying to hit, you know, uh, if they're less than sixty yards, they're trying to hit a, you know, a, a bullseye that's less than a soda can, and or even smaller. Or, or you know, it it's it all depends on the distance and whatnot. But uh, yeah, they're pretty insane. They practice every day. It's a sport that you have to stay. Mm-hmm. up on you can't just pull it out for the first time in six months or a year and expect to be spot on 
Uh, well, from the sounds of it, it, it sounds like it involves a lot of hand-eye coordination, it's, and it's much like uh, hitting a baseball, right? Like, you can't yeah. just sit on the side, like you, like you just said right there. You can't put a bat down for six months, hop back in the cages, and think that you're going to be, you know, oh, yeah. connecting here. It's muscle memory, and all those, it's it's weird muscles that you're using in, in your back, and until you've shot for a few days, you know, you get back into it, and it gets to be easy again, but... Yeah, it's definitely a sport you got to practice a lot to get good at. So, why do hunters? Well, maybe not so much hunters, but it definitely happens with fisher fishermen. And you are a guy that likes to fish. So, why do hunters? Why do you guys exaggerate so much? Why is there so? Fish why is, stories. Why is there? But fish stories, I feel like carry over to hunting as well, right? Like you can be like, oh man, I saw this perfect, bu- this beautiful buck. It was a six by six. <laughs> Standing off there about 30 yards off in the distance. Oh, man. And, I sh- and it, you, you always pump it up to where it just sounds like you're about to hit, you know, like you're about to go get some caribou. And you're, and you're very, <laughs> and, and, and it turns out to be that you were going after some roadkill, you know, like the, something that was the size of roadkill. Yeah. No, it's, I, I'm not <laughs> sure why that is. Uh, every guy wants to, well, I mean, I'm not a trophy hunter. Good. But, uh, I mean, I obviously would like to you shoot eat, the you biggest. You eat what you kill. You yeah, eat what you I kill. eat everything. Which that I, I think is that, like, that's when it comes to hunting, right? There's a lot of people, and whether you're anti-NRA, and again, this is kind of going to lean lean again on politics, which is kind of not what I like to do. Um, as long as you're eating what you're killing, man, I don't have a problem with it, right? Like, to obviously, don't be going in there and and you don't unless you're feeding a small village. I don't think you need to be killing at the rate of a small village, right? But if you're going out there and you shoot two bu- and you shoot two bucks and you're able to eat for the next year, I mean, who am I to uh, hate? Yeah. You just fed yourself, especially right now. There's Ex- no- <laughs> oh, exactly, right, exactly. It's kind of a weird. All those weird there flex. are hunters and there are gatherers, right? I feel like back in the day, you definitely would have been the people that was going off to to shoot, and I would have been over there, over by the avocado trees, just been like, mm, this one looks ripe. You know, we can, we can do, we can mess around with this, like. You know, and no shame in that whatsoever. Like, you know, I'll make some mean ass guacamole with that avocado. It's but, definitely nice knowing yeah. that I don't have to worry about going to the grocery store yeah, right now yeah. and whatnot. But yeah. I, what's the what's what was the, the question you had? I don't know. I don't remember. It wasn't important. What's the biggest thing that you think you could kill with your bow and arrow? Uh, I I don't think that there is any animal maybe an elephant. You think or you like could take the, you could take down a grizzly bear? Oh yeah. Really? Like they're they're pretty like gnarly. at least with the compound bow they're shooting three hundred feet a second. They got what? A, a razor blade on I the end. I think I can speak for the audience right now. We're, we're all just saying that's bull. Like, would unless... I want to have a bow and arrow in my hand when there's a grizzly <laughs> in front of me? No, not, not sure. But, but do you think I think it it would definitely take multiple arrows. Right. Yeah. Right. It would, you ain't taking a grizzly down with just one. One maybe maybe what's a black bear is the smallest one, right? Uh, they well, I mean, small. A they, black bears are they, so cute, they will still get up to five and six hundred pounds at yeah. the biggest. But I but a grizzly bear is like thousands of pounds and like right. or at least over a thousand right. and will hurt you. Oh yeah, they're a little <laughs> more aggressive. Like I I saw twenty six bears this year when I was out hunting. And oh, that goes back to the original question I just remembered. Is that a, is that a fisherman's tale? Are you sure that it's been twenty six bears, or is that has it been it's, maybe has I, it been I like keep track. has it been double yes. digits? And you're like twenty six sounds like a believable enough number. No, that's that. Yeah, no, I <laughs> I, I keep, keep track. track. Like I have a notebook. It's kind of I don't know if it's for personal or if inside your truck you just have a knife where you cut into the. I keep yeah. track of how many fish I catch, the things like that. Uh, 
Okay, well, here's one for you. How many deer have you killed in your life? How many deer have you shot and killed? Not with just a bow, oh, but with a rifle, too. Do you know how many? Off the top of my head, I, I'm not 100% just the number, but uh, probably over 15 deer. You murderer! But, <laughs> you, I mean, I've been hunting since I was... I, Maybe it's more than that. Maybe you said it's less. that since you were twelve. I, I've been hunting since I was twelve. My first deer I got when I was about thirteen. So you average about a deer a year. And yeah, about a deer a year. You can shoot two deer. Okay. And uh, per person in California, and um, yeah, so about I think I've got about seven of those with my bow. And since I've gotten one with my bow, I had until this year I hadn't shot one with a rifle in probably six years. Okay. So it's kind of just taken over. I don't really rifle hunt that much. I do, but I haven't gotten anything with my you rifle. You just become more about the bow. Right. It become extends more. your season a little bit and lets you hunt earlier in the year by a month. Oh, because it's probably not. Because I think that the ideology behind that is probably you're getting more, or at least you're you're more capable and more likely to get some game with a, with a rifle compared to a bow. Right. So they okay. give you a little more time, and uh, there's less people out hunting, so it's kind of nice. And it's really hot at that point in the year. It's like July generally for a zone when i'm hunting and it's about 100 degrees so it sucks walking around and pant, out, yeah. pants and long sleeves and backpack and all that rocking the ghillie dude but you know do you I have a ghillie suit for it. i do not no you need to get one i i probably should i'd probably get <laughs> get more animals just it's one of those things where yeah you're buying the ghillie suit and it's just like plus five boar that's just, just a, you're gonna instantly just ding every year it means you're hardcore you you're a hardo <laughs> hardo dude you know hunting hardos um so yeah back to the fishing stories why why do you guys exaggerate so hard man i really i that's a good question i feel like the only other no the only other i mean everybody does it everybody exaggerates and that's fine but the only other arena aside from politics where you'd see such exaggeration uh let's keep it back to sports jeff um it's just i guess golf like, golf right where like, oh dude mashed it like 300 yards didn't it's like no that dude that went like 260 you know like and it was like <laughs> he didn't mash it 300 yards he mashed it like 300 yards but it did not go 300 yards and i'd be like oh yeah it saw this beat a buck six by six and it's like it was a four by four but it was off in the distance <laughs> and it, you know and it's just one of those things or or like yeah i caught this big old carp bat you know or bass or whatever it was about 12 12 pounds of, eh, about you know, six, but we'll <laughs> right. blow it up a little bit. I just don't know why it, why it gets done so it's much. Definitely, it's. I guess it's like. I, I don't know. It's like how professional athletes compare how many championships they got. You know, how many rings they got. I, I, I guess they're that's obviously tan- no, no, they're obviously way different. I was gonna say that's tangible, and you could tell by the way that I stuttered through that fish. <laughs> Fish soliloquy there that I had no idea what I was talking about, but just trying to piece it together because, again, I am the gatherer in this situation, the hunter and the gatherer. <laughs> That's a great spinoff podcast there. Um, but you, I just – I look at it like I can't – I don't know. I, I, I think I'd be capable of being able to draw back a bow and I could kill something. But at the same time, man, like I'm more of like – Give me a bat and let me bash a ball. Or like, give me a ball, let me shoot it in a hoop, right? Like, I don't it's know. A it's a different sport. It's, but, it's the same, but it's the same thing where it still incorporates a level of athleticism, dedication, and mentality, right? Because oh, yeah. you're going through – I'd imagine hunting is like a fourth quarter moment in the sense of like you, like you said, you're going to be walking out there. There's going to be times where you might want to give it up or pack it in because you're like, I ain't going to find nothing. And then you just kind of got to keep digging and you find yourself wandering off and going right. – like. I'm, what's the most amount of miles that you've you've trekked in a single hunting in a hunting session? Well, like, 
for me, the hunting starts. It's it's a year round thing. I'm either it never stops. It never stops. It you I'm, never. I'm sleep. either practicing with my bow or my rifle, or uh, you know, I'm out looking for the deer. They shed their horns every year, so I'm out looking for deer sheds and finding out where they're hanging out and thinking, you know, like I could come hunt here this year. Is this a good spot? Is this where they're hanging at this point in the year? What are they doing? And uh, so it starts starts now and uh, goes all the all the way until like really the rut. I'm be, I'll be intensely hunting and okay. and doing, you know, I guess. I'm but I mean, off, but. Well, no, 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 it's fine. But you think but um, uh, you think of somebody like um, the late Kobe Bryant, right? R.I.P. Yeah. But uh, Kobe had the mama mentality, right? He was always out to kill metaphorically out on the basketball court. And just and and really every aspect of his life where it was just I need to attack this I'm gonna understand it and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna attack it and I'm gonna overcome it and I feel like there's a lot of that that can be um, carried over into the hunting world right like just imagine like if you right. if you know or if you feel like you can kind of start predicting what a deer is gonna do right like I mean at the end of the day it's a wild animal well, that's, yeah or the same with the boar you can start studying tendencies not that there's film sessions in hunting like there is in like there is in other sports. But you start to learn. I mean, that that animal becomes right. your opponent. You still respect your opponent, but you're trying to defeat your opponent. Exactly. You're trying to outsmart them. Okay. Trying to be one step ahead of them and not let them notice notice them before they notice you, which is also a very difficult task. Okay. But you know, I'm going out scouting and uh, putting in miles there. Throughout the year, I'm putting in you know a few hundred miles in the field just for deer, and uh, on the weekends whenever. Pretty much whenever I got a day off, I'm out hunting. That's kind of my my thing, uh, especially during deer season. I don't pretty much don't miss a weekend of hunting. I know. Whenever. There have been times where I got to hit you up and say, "Hey, what are you, what are you doing? I'm bored, trying to go get a beer." Oh, yeah. no, I'm deer hunting this right. weekend. It's like, Even okay, if I got sick. one day off a week or yeah. one day off. This year, I had one day off after working 21 days, and I went hunting and uh, happened to get a deer. I got pretty lucky, but. So it's not worth it. Yeah, but before that, I'd put in hundreds and hundreds of miles, and and I'll see deer and might maybe have an opportunity. But you're you're it, you're putting in all these miles and time and effort, and you might only get like a five second opportunity. So when that presents itself, you have to capitalize and you have to game winning shot, dude. You have to be on point, buzzer beater. Yeah, you have to put your shot exactly where you want it. You can't. And if you're not gonna make a good shot, at least for me, I I won't. I won't shoot. I you won't won't even waste it. No, it's not it's worth the it. frugal team checking in. I ain't trying to waste this ammunition. How much this bow or how much this arrow cost me? This is a ten dollar arrow it, right now. This uh, is yeah, more like twenty five probably. Oh yeah, twenty five dollars shot. Like, I ain't shooting this off right none now. None of that stuff's cheap. It's, and if you miss, you'll go back and retrieve your arrow, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, you're like no, 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 no. That's, no, that's the cool it. part about archery. It's not like a gun where you shoot the bullets done. Done. Yeah. You're. you're how able many to, How many times can you fire off an arrow before it's uh, before it's kind of done? I'd say. Uh, each arrow you can probably shoot a couple hundred times. Okay. So would it get to the point for you where you get to, like, you have a new arrow and you're like, I'm going to use this one specifically for hunting. You fire that off a couple hundred times. The arrow's still in decent shape. Will you then take it and be like, I'm going to use this for target practice at home? And it'll still work? Or, or is because the arrow is so messed up that, therefore, it'll mess up your shot? Or could you at least still practice your fundamentals of drawing back and the release and everything? Well, with, with arrows, they... Uh they, they, warp, they probably warp over the time. The quality right? goes by like the degree of straightness. So they're generally made of like carbon fiber or there's, there's a few different materials they use. But uh, 
you, I think my arrows are point zero zero three millimeter. I don't I don't know exactly what they are, but they're very straight, and uh, some of them are Heter- straighter than arrows. some of them yeah. are straighter than others. And so when you're target practicing, you kind of figure out which arrow is your best arrow, and maybe you'll mark that arrow, and that'll be your first choice arrow. <laughs> Like, you know, this, this is, you know, and you'll where's number the sharp, where's, the, where's the Sharpie marker? Where's the Sharpie marker? Yeah. Let me get like, this. I had, I had, uh, one arrow that I'd shot and missed something and like the, the fletching on the end got a little bit messed up like the feather and I called it my cattywampus arrow, but that for whatever reason, that arrow was dead accurate after that. It, oh. it, I don't know why, but just, I knew if I grabbed the one with the bad fletching that whatever I shot at, it was going to hit. Interesting. You said cattywampus. <laughs> I said kittywampus. 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 Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people, I, when I when I bring that up, people are like, I've never heard it say Kitty Wampus. I'm like, well, that's how I grew up here. Next yeah, time. but I mean, you can get pretty accurate. Like when I'm target practicing inside of 40 yards, I'm oftentimes my arrows are, they're touching when I'm in the target. Like if I have to be careful that I'm not breaking my arrows with the yeah. next shot, if that makes sense. And I have not done it, but some people do what's called Robin Hooding an arrow. I don't know if you've heard of that before. No, never heard so, of that. Yeah, so Robin Hooding they an steal. arrow. They steal. They steal the arrow. No, so you And shoot... then they give it back to the less fortunate. <laughs> not quite. Okay. So you shoot one arrow into your target or where, whatever you're shooting, and then you shoot another one right after, and it goes directly into the back of the uh, arrow. And the it previous, splits it? And it splits it, okay. and that means you did an absolute identical shot. And that's Robin Hooding an arrow. And that's and, and in theory, in theory, you want to do that every time. Right. But that's it's an expensive it's also, habit yes. to be a Robin Hood shot. Right. Okay. I've blown some knocks out and like messed up fletchings. I've never quite Robin Hooded, but if you do, it's kind of like a trophy. Yeah. One of those bragging rights. Look at what I did. Yeah. Yeah. Six by six. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got that six by six and I yeah. Robin Hooded something. Yeah. That type of deal. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to cu- I want to touch back on the um, the 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 story exaggeration is whatever. That's fine. That's everybody, a tough, everybody that's a tough question. To you answer. you did bring up the whole with with comparing championships, and the thing that bothered me there is you can tangibly point to a championship though, because if I'm <laughs> if I'm listening to you tell a story, an anecdotal story about how you almost killed a bear. I have no idea if that bear was only six feet tall or if that bear was ten feet tall. I can this point to the, I can point to the game and be like, I had eight strikeouts on the mound, right? <laughs> it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, I was just wheeling a deal and you had to be there. No, you can go back and point to it, right? Yep, yep. So in hunting in that sense, hunting and fishing in that sense, your story is always a hundred percent BS unless you bring back the carcass oh, to yeah. prove it, right? Oh yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. So or pictures or you scaled it or whatever. I just wanted to make sure that that, that was okay. So now like, we're on the same page there. Okay. So you're you're 100% lying half the time unless uh, no. you bring me yeah, back a carcass. Pe- people post pictures of fish and stuff on the internet and they're like, oh, I caught this 10 pounder. I'm like, come on. Like, I mean. Oh, you, dude, yeah. The angling. Well, that's the thing is, right? So, okay. So I want to, I, I have two more questions for you and then we'll wrap this up. But I want to go back to the biggest animal that you could kill with, with a bow. You said that you could kill. You could, or with a bow and arrow, you said that you could kill anything. Just about. Just about. Dude. So you're saying an elephant? No, a rhino's got you pretty thick skin, could, dude. Probably could, but you'd have to, you'd have to shoot him multiple times. And it, what about an alligator? Yeah, you'd probably. And an arrow could penetrate through an alligator? I don't know that you'd shoot it in the skull, but maybe I, not in the skull. But I just feel like it's, I feel like the, the, 
like sorry if that's graphic no 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 that's fine an an alligator an alligator is uh, way more dense than a snake right so like a snake it would i feel like explode yeah but whereas the uh, the alligator the crocodile i feel like it would take at least one or two for sure because they've got the it's surprising how powerful they are like before i had ever gotten an animal with my bow i was worried after because i'd only shot rifles and generally with a rifle whatever you hit is gonna gonna expire is it typically steel tips on the end of the bows or the arrows uh they yeah so i got i have these uh there's fixed blade broadheads and expandable broadheads some of them you know they start out small and then as soon as they touch something they open up and so i use expandables and uh they expand open into a two inch blade basically and so whatever you hit at that point is going to have a two inch hole gash yes and that which which yeah it's gory but i mean that's what you kind of want because then whatever you hit is not gonna suffer they don't even notice any pain before because they're dead they're dead yeah Yeah. they just got a two inch gash right in their chest so okay so i'm trying to think because now i'm spacing on animals like caribou if a caribou could go down just about anything i mean elk people go elk hunting that's like they they say that's like did you take a horse down with a bow oh yeah oh yeah i mean people get them you know moose people get moose and i guess that's a dumb question how many times how many times have i watched a movie where a horse the biggest mammal a horse goes down no, I think well, a hippo. Sorry, land mammal. Oh, uh, mammal. I think yeah, maybe yeah, mammal. How about a hippo? Could you take down a hippo with a bow or a bow and arrow? I guess hippos can actually be pretty mean. I I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. You have to. It's gonna take a couple. It's gonna take a couple. Yeah, arrows. you probably. I mean, just I feel like just about any. They're pretty. They're surprisingly very powerful. And I apologize for the horse question. That was really stupid. The more <laughs> I think about that, like how many movies have I seen where a horse goes down because it takes an arrow right to the leg or something? Like true. yeah. So that was a dumb. My Many bad. Hand up. Scenes. But. Okay, um, and then it's you, so you're pretty much not using it on anything with wings though because they're just probably too agile. Unless you can, you unless it was flying right hunt. at you, like turkey season just opened last weekend and oh, dude, they're rampant around the neighborhood. Just bring the bow through shotgun, here. But okay. everybody's going out with the bow and trying to challenge. Why themselves. would you take a shotgun to a turkey? You don't have much of the meat anyway. Like I can understand a shotgun on a bigger animal, but a turkey, I feel like you'd want to go with the bow because you're trying to preserve as much meat. Same thing with ducks, right? Like right. that's something for a different podcast. But I just think you're uh, you're obliterating what you're trying to end up eating. Sometimes yeah. I mean they're not they're not like right in front of you yeah. so it, it doesn't and it's kind of a so it just only takes shot like gets a little bit yeah it only takes out, like what two or three pellets to t- to bring a duck there's down. definitely been times when i've been eating ducks and you know you'd bite into a pellet Ugh. yeah <laughs> that's right and i remember how i got this here yeah all right um exactly and then there was one other question that i had angling that's right so what is it with hunters and and fishermen when you catch something, how close are you throwing that thing in the camera to make it look as big as possible? Oh man, that's so long arming. This is a, a long arming. You call it, that's like thing. that's like the filter for hunters, right? It's like a thing. people put mad filters on their pictures. Now hunters will come in and just be like, "Look at this! Look at how big this thing is!" And it's just like, actually, bro, you've just got it shoved up in the camera. Oh yeah, it's like you, you can make a two two inch fish look like a ten pounder yeah. if you if you hold it at the right angle. <laughs> But yeah, they, I don't know if they've made pictures of people standing behind like a squirrel or something and they're standing like 10 feet behind it, but it looks like they're, yeah. you know, holding this giant squirrel. 
type of thing. Oh, that's have you ever? You've been guilty of it, yeah. Uh, you, long you arming, did. yeah, no, you've done it a couple. I've times. definitely, definitely long arm. Now I definitely, now that I know it's a thing, I try to give give the animals justice and give them what oh, they you are. Never but done it, you've never done it just to troll people, just like look at this, dude. Oh, but that no, you you definitely want your animal or whatever it is to look. I guess bigger, even though, like I said, I'm not a trophy hunter. But still, if you get something bigger, then it's kind of oh. cool, gung ho, I guess, and high five. <laughs> well, thank you, Lucas. This was uh, this was very insightful. Uh, I'm not saying that it makes me want to go bow hunting anytime soon. But I thought that's why we because uh, I because ca- I can't use because I can't use a crossbow. Once I was told that that was not that's the the uh, it's like essentially you're kind of handicapping not only yourself but it's also useful for the handicap. I was like, well. Now I don't know. Now I'm having reservations. <laughs> I feel like a crossbow would just be, that would be too much fun. Just doom, 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 doom. It's definitely, yeah. Firing that thing off. I've so. shot them before. They're pretty cool. but Not used for hunting. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it, no uh, problem. It's definitely an experience. And we can bring you back on next time we go to talk about something hunting related. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about the, uh, we'll talk about ducks and whatnot. When, when's that season open? Uh, duck season's in October. Mm, better hope that Rona... The Rona's not in the way because yeah, what's what's a season right now that could possibly be affected by a shelter in place? Well, they said turkey season, but that just opened and everybody's still out hunting. So of course, of course we are. I guess it's still safe social distancing for the most part. What's the next season that opens up after that? Deer season, pretty much, which is in July. So mm, yeah, hopefully well, by then it's uh, on its way out. Best of luck, my friend, with your with your hunting. Thank you, sir. Uh, your hunting adventures, and I look forward to the future exaggerations of everything that that is to come, and the the long arming, the fisherman's tales, oh, yeah. and all of it, the the tradition Some like any other hunting. Um, all right, so that'll do it for us. We'll be uh, back doing this thing on Sunday. No idea what's going to happen um, between now and then. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be doing also releasing a new a new episode of the Quad Pod um, on on Friday here uh friday afternoon whenever you listen to that so make sure you listen or whenever you listen to this you'll have known that the quad probably will have dropped is what i'm trying to say <laughs> almost died all right <laughs> to the haters and losers of which there are many until next time that's what i thought you said now let me offer this as a rebuttal clean sweep for the artist well, i said it last year when i heard you Steady, I'm pushing and popping. You and I ready, oh, happen. Moonwalk, Billy Jean, ooh, feeling like I'm Michael Jackson. OJ Glove don't fit the skid. Gotta go meet me there instead. Most of my friends were going flick. Danger if I'm off getting head. In the whip by a baddie. Text me that addy. Showing ass on Insta. Let them know you got a fatty. Where you been? I've been working. Even though on damn sad days. Overtime on a holiday. Making that St. Pass Day. Time and a half in my bag. Louis a chap. Scary and you don't know Jack. I gotta laugh. Cause what you thought? Kangaroo? Cute nigga, shit. They be saying I should model like this. You don't know squat, pull up a squat. New kid, I'm squat. Wait till I drop. I can tell this. That girl be squat. Lulu lemons on beast sting. Sleep together, that's dream team. I'm awake cause it's Monday. Start the week, shit, bullshit. I don't get paid enough to be here past the time of my full shift. Bet on Friday, I'm leaving two minutes early, chucking up the deuces. Vibrate, new phone, who this?